Hi everyone, Natsumais here again, back with another video. And in this video, we're going to talk about what to ask your financial analyst before you get a deal on the contract to acquire it. Yeah, so one of my contractors actually had a situation where he was acquiring some companies out west. And so these were some trucking companies. One of my, uh, one of the contractors at Raises.com were was working on. And what's interesting is that because he was working on buying the certain these companies, he needed. We needed to get one of the financial analysts to the, the people who analyze the deal. Uh, the financials, we needed to get him to answer some questions because he was in a situation where he was going to buy, he, he was working on buying the company, right? And the company actually just spat out some tax returns like in a non-PDF format because there are several ways that people, like after you, you say that you're buying a business, typically you have to sell them on giving you a non-disclosure agreement because after you get that non-disclosure agreement, uh, then you'll be able to see all the financials of the company. And then when people spit out the financials of the company, you get uh, the different ways of doing it. Sometimes if it's a CPA that the company works with for the tax return stuff, you can get like some tax returns and defend, which is like quote unquote the financials of the company or just something like that that outlines the financial performance of the company, the balance sheets, you know, the balance sheet, the cash flow statements and you know, things of that nature. So sometimes you just get like a tax statement that just, you know, you get, you get like, you have to understand, we had to get this contractor to understand what type of perspective, like the perspective of the type of statement he was getting. Because the statements he got, they were basically for, in preparation to report to the IRS, the American IRS, to show them like, hey, uh, hey, I'm optimizing this statement to show that I'm not going to pay any tax. Because the way that he fudged the numbers made it look as if all of the money was just going back into the business. Whereas he didn't know the nuance of the fact that, hey, this is somebody who wants to buy my business, so I shouldn't make it look like all the money is going back in the business. I should make it look profitable. So we had a situation where we had to get a financial analyst and we had to, you know, look through the details to make sure that Number one, like let's look at any accounting tricks. Let's look at any accounting tricks or any accounting tricks that they use to fudge the numbers to make it look like basically what really is the truth. And so number one, what's the truth behind the financial statements? And number two, what is the perspective of the person who is sending you the statements? Is it, you know, somebody who's prepping, is it a tax advisor uh, accountant? Or is it like an accountant that knows that's like ready for mergers and acquisitions? Because some of these companies have never been purchased before. They've never been asked to be purchased before. So they don't know how that process works. So number one was really to make it, uh, really to understand and to read through all the rubbish to see like, hey, um, what did they really spend money on versus what did they make it look like they're spending money on so that they can show the IRS that they're not making profits so that they don't have to pay tax. So that's number one. So after that, number two would be to get your financial analyst to give you a clear answer on the how much you should buy the company for. 
because rather than go into all of these advanced model model techniques yeah the model the modeling techniques are good to know you know and investment bank to do investment banking you have to know you know discounted future cash flow analysis and everything but at the same time what's even more important is just to know what is the minimum price that you should pay for that business so to do that one way to do that is to ask a financial analyst two questions question number one is to ask them using any so in verbatim, using any financial modeling technique, what is the minimum amount of money that anyone can pay for this business? Number one. And then number two is using any financial modeling technique, what is the maximum that anybody could be could reasonably pay for this business? Right? And so that's number two. And when you get all these answers, then it's for them to build a model based on that. And then finally, after you get those two answers, then you know you're gonna to have to get the financial analyst to justify the lower price and the higher price and to spend obviously more effort justifying the lower price because the whole idea for people looking to even apartment complexes uh, businesses the same thing applies how do you optimize for getting the least paying the least amount because all capitalism is really about at the end of the day is really just how do i spend the least to get the most how do i have arbitrage how do i put the least in to get the most outs and benefit the most and so the case is you have to get the financial analyst to justify why the first lower price case is the most palpable so that's, you know, when you go into the seller, you go, you go fly down and talk to the seller because we have associates that are flying down and talking to sellers of companies and of, you know, apartment complexes. You know, you, you then want to hit them with the, obviously the lowball offer and be firm on that, knowing that you have the conviction to do so and you have the confidence to do so. So that's how it's done. So yeah, just to recap, yeah, number one, make sure that, you know, when you're, when you're working on, you know, getting a deal in the contract, understand, where it's coming from, whether it's, you know, an accountant that is more of a tax accounting tax person who's sending you the financial statements and then know the context behind that versus if it's like an M&A accountant that send you the tax statements, just know the incentive behind why the numbers are the way they are. And then, you know, get an accountant on your side to read between the lines here because they fudge the numbers to benefits on the situation. For example, if it's a tax return, you know, if it's like a tax return type of setup, you wanna you wanna see that they're optimizing for not for show hiding their profits and they'll bury their profits in the numbers. Number two, you wanna make sure you ask your, your financial people what is the minimum they would what's the minimum people would pay for the business and what's the maximum. We simply just say, hey, we're gonna, you know, put an, we're going to do both just so we have the both in the back of our mind and then number three you want to make sure that you justify and spend most of the effort justifying the minimum price you would pay by getting them finally to substantiate to prove every single part where you shouldn't spend much money like prove every single every part of the whole like whenever there's money that flows into the company what contracts or what proof is there to substantiate that statement whether it be contracts or whatever but post put most of that effort on the smallest price and if you do that then that's it then you'll be able to have fun and then go in there negotiating down to the lowest price possible and potentially even getting them to do seller finance for that and so with this i hope this, this makes some sense for people who are working on you know acquiring apartment complexes or businesses and what is, who am i what do i do well i, I run a company called raises.com where, where we help people raise 10 million dollars plus for their funds or acquisitions and 
you know, if you actually need a financial team to, you know, do some analysis for you, and as well as the team and the, and the contacts that can actually invest either equity or debt capital to close the deal, then that's why we're called Raises.com Inc. And so with this, we'll see you in the next one.